Joining me now is a guy that I don't often get to say this on the radio, that I met over a hot dog, and that is the general manager of the Norfolk Tides, and that is Joe Gregory. Joe, thank you. You're on with Stan Charles, which you know, but Craig Heist is my co-host on the bat around. How, How are, are you, you, sir? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. That's all right. It's our pleasure. We just had somebody on, uh, an, a former intern of mine who lives up in the Albany area, and he was a sports anchor at one time in Norfolk, and we were just talking to him about the Tides. Are they now, they're, they're officially the Norfolk Tides. They're no longer the Tidewater Tides, correct? Correct. When um, the Tides moved to the new ballpark, Tidewater Park, in 1993, um, they changed from Tidewater to uh, Norfolk. So they're, when they played over at Met Park, over by the airport, uh-huh. the Tidewater Tides, and then uh, ever since 93, we've been uh, the Norfolk Tides. Now, how many years have you been the affiliate of the Orioles now? It's got to be going on eight or nine, I'm guessing. No, um, actually, I think uh, it's been 12 now. Wow, it has been. Time time flies. flies. Yeah, the Orioles (laughs) had that couple-year affiliation, I think, with the Ottawa, the city of Ottawa, after Rochester and the Orioles dissolved their partnership. How has the partnership gone with the Orioles over these 12 years? It's been great. You know, I've I've been – with the Tides now eight years, um, so I haven't been there the um, entirety of the affiliation. But um, you know, over these eight years, worked with some great people. Um, you know, I think Baltimore does a really good job of uh, communicating and you know being in contact with us. And you know, whether it's at the winter meetings or you know the end of the season when they bring the affiliates up uh, to a ball game there in Baltimore, or even you know this week with uh, Kent Qualls coming down for a couple games. You know, we're definitely. You know, feel uh, part of the Orioles family. Um, you know, the proximity makes it really easy, you know, with all the affiliates so close. So, you know, I think we're really lucky to be in a partnership with the Orioles. Let me ask you this in terms of, I mean, from an attendance standpoint, how do you guys draw down there uh, knowing that your, your fan base is watching, in many cases, guys that are just a step away from the major leagues? You know, attendance-wise, it's, it's a funny thing. You know, I, I worked in uh, minor league hockey and minor league baseball and um, golf as well. But, uh, you know, the attendance, it's uh, kind of fickle. You know, the beginning of the season, it's its rough with, you know, being in school and unpredictability of the weather. Um, you know, Saturday fireworks are great. But, mm-hmm. you know, you could, like last night, you could have the greatest promotions in the world. But if, uh, if a uh, storm comes through, it doesn't really matter what uh, you had going on. But, um, you know, on the affiliation side of the attendance and with having the players here, you know, it, it is something that, you know, whether it's prospects like we have now with, uh, you know, Mount Castle or whether it's, you know, over the years with having a veteran free agent, like an Albert Pedro Alvarez playing for us, you know, the fans do know they're, they're watching guys that could be, you know, playing in Camden Yards tomorrow and, you know, playing in Harbor Park today. So it's something that uh, I think the fans are lucky throughout minor league baseball, just to have some of that access and uh, see these guys up close and personal. We're talking with Joe Gregory. He's the general manager of the Orioles AAA affiliate, the Norfolk Tides. And, Joe, you may firsthand have more experience dealing with the new regime of the Baltimore Orioles, being Mike Elias, Sig Madoff, running the uh, the, uh, the baseball operations. And, and you've brought in a manager that they saw fit to uh, pull from Bowie and move up and promote Gary Kendall after I think he had been at Bowie for eight or nine years uh, what what do you see out of the new organization that might be different than the Dan Duquette 
uh, led Orioles? No, I, I think the makeup of our roster is a, a little different. Um, you know, I, I feel like we're younger right now. You know, I think in, in the past, sometimes um, some of the younger prospects spent more time at Bowie and, you know, like a, you know, like Manny maybe would have skipped over us mm-hmm. and gone straight to Baltimore. Um, you know, and I mentioned, you know, we had Pedro Alvarez here. You know, I think my first or second year, we had Miguel Tejada down here. Um, you know, we don't seem to have as much of that at the moment, but, you know, obviously it's early. Um, and, you know, on the field, I I feel like, um, you know, we're seeing the, sh- the shift being played more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know in my previous seven seasons if we ever played the shift. Um, and um, I, I, I don't know if the numbers back it up or not, but I feel like we're running a little bit more, you know, on, on the base path. You know, we're a little bit more aggressive, but, uh, you know, it's still – middle of April. So it's, uh, end of April and, you know, we'll see, but, uh, those are, I guess, out of the gate, a couple of things that, uh, seem a little different this year as opposed to years past. Now, I'm not trying to get secrets out of you, but you're, <laughs> you're, you're in charge of the business of baseball. General manager in the minor leagues isn't sort of the guy negotiating contracts with the players or trying to make trades. Do you see, uh, the analytic that this organization is moving towards, do you see it in any way, shape, or form that you didn't observe? I mean, are there more cameras down there, uh, more analytic people? Uh, is, is there anything to that? You know, I don't know if there's, there's more. Because, um, you know, we've had the track man for a few years mm-hmm. here. Um, final plate, and we've had the track man, um, you know, in the bullpen as well. Um, you know, we've had the cameras, we, you know, a few years ago, you know, we changed the old room that we used to keep promotional items into a, a video room where, you know, guys, you know, between at bats can go, you know, into the clubhouse and break down their last at bat. Um, so, and, you know, we've had the, the cameras around the ballpark as well. So I don't know at this point if it's more, um, I think it's more just how it's being interpreted, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, how the, the data is being, uh, analyzed. So physically, I don't. I don't know that there's more equipment right now, but um, you know, I. It's something that we're all aware of, and you know, kind of keeping an eye out, and you know, just the next analytical trend or this, uh, you know, the next tool we're gonna gonna use. But uh, nothing that's really been, uh, you know, out in the open and noticeable to the the naked eye. Well, I know Stan was going to ask you a little bit about some of the things coming up on the schedule, but today. Much like the Orioles here in town, right. there's a straight doubleheader. <laughs> oh, you got a straight yep. doubleheader. Against Charlotte, which starts at 5.05, and it's ODU night, Old Dominion University night, and uh, also uh, game two. But my, my question to you from a ticket standpoint, how do you guys do the tickets for this? Is it is it uh, you can use, if you had tickets for yesterday, you can use them for today, or is it just today's ticket is good for both games? Uh, well, both actually. Okay. Um, so <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that's the difference between minor league baseball and the <laughs> yeah, majors, yeah. right? Exactly. We're we're pretty flexible. Um, so yesterday's ticket can be exchanged for any future game. Uh, the only one we restrict is July third. That's a big fireworks, and you know that's our our Fourth of July. Is right. To have our game on the third. So, but uh, yeah, you could bring yesterday's ticket and exchange it for any future game. If you have today's ticket. Get you into both games, and actually, we're playing a high school game at one thirty. Wow! So, so you got um, three games going on there today. Yeah, you could come to the ballpark at one thirty and see all three games, and uh, 
have a big, big day of baseball at Harbor Park. What does Sunday Fun Day uh, look like down there? <laughs> um, you know, for the kids, we usually do uh, costume characters. You know, um, we've got the Easter Bunny this one, uh, this Sunday. Last uh, Sunday, it was a uh, uh, Bark at the Park, and we had a character from Paw Patrol out here. Um, so we always have some sort of costume character for the kids and, uh, for the grownups, we have, uh, some drink specials out there. You know, everyone, uh, loves mimosas and Bloody Marys and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, we have some things on those lines and, you know, we'll do some, uh, breakfast themed foods as well. You know, the pizza place or the breakfast pizza, or, you know, we've done, uh, chicken and waffles in the past and, um, we actually have a restaurant out in right field. So we do a breakfast buffet out there as well. Nice. So a little something for the kids and a little something for the adults. So Stan and I can come as ourselves basically with that <laughs> costume thing, right? <laughs> if You're you, always welcome. To all right. <laughs> if you need an Easter bunny next year, Craig Heist looks incredible with huge ears. He yeah. really does. We're talking with <laughs> Joe. We're talking with Joe Gregory, the general manager of the Norfolk Tides. A couple more points I wanted to ask you about your initial impressions of Gary Kendall, uh, the person, you know, uh, what do you, what do you find you like about this guy? Uh, he's got a great personality. You know, I'm lucky enough. Um, you know, we brought him down early in the season, that season ticket or before the season, uh, for a season ticket holder event, um, introduced him at a old dominion basketball game and, um, had a meet and greet for the season ticket holders after. And then, you know, flew down when I met you in spring training, um, you know, took him and the staff out to dinner. So, you know, I was lucky, you know, to get a chance to meet him before the stresses of the season and putting together rosters and travel and all that other stuff. But you know, all in all, really good guy. Yeah. Hard, hard player, work, you know, hard working guy. Yeah. Really hard working yeah. guy. Um, like you said he's at Bowie so long that the yeah. players know him, and you know, there's, a, even though he's new to us, he's not new to the, the yeah. players. I think it's a great sign that the younger players are at AAA and they've got a, a development guy. You know that's there sort of trying to finish off their development. You mentioned that you're a bit younger. Um, how has uh, a couple of the guys, uh, Aiken maybe, um, um, what's, uh, I forgot, Ryan Mountcastle, who, who has impressed you so far this year? Well, as of late, you know, Mountcastle, I think he's got three home runs in his last four games. Um, you know, put one out, I think it was, Thursday, maybe cleared a concession stand in left field. Wow. Um, and, you know, it was windy that day, and Harbor Park's a windy place to play. So you look historically, um, this is not a hitter's ballpark. Uh, Harbor Park is definitely a, a pitcher's ballpark. Um, so, you know, Mountcastle is definitely raising some eyebrows here. Uh, DJ Stewart is uh, playing really well. He, I believe, he's hit safely in 12 of his first 14 games. He okay. had like a I think seven game hit streak in there at one point. Um, he crushed a home run the other day through the wind out of right field. Um, so he's got a hot bat. Um, you know, I, we started out a little sluggish on, on the season, but the last eight or nine games or so, it feels like, uh, you know, the uh, bats have come alive and, you know, really lively. That uh, Thursday game, we, well, I think we had six runs in the eighth inning. We were down five to one and uh, came back with a, a big. Uh, rally there in the eighth so um yeah a lot of people are contributing wilkerson um yeah anyone coming to the ballpark is going to see some good young talent and really um watching the ball fly right now gotta ask you about the one guy that's off to a very disappointing start 
because of the spring he had, and it was sort of a surprise to a lot of people that the Orioles sent down Chance Cisco, and he hasn't gotten out of the gate. I imagine a young player who's that close to feeling like he made the major league roster and earned it uh, to get sent back down again, it probably takes a good two weeks to four weeks to get your legs under you again. Yeah, you know, Chance is a, a pro. Um, you know, it's, it's part of the system. I mean, everyone, you know, no, no one dreams of playing at Harper Park. Yeah. Everyone uh, wants to be in the big leagues, and, um, you know, and we all know how that goes. But, you know, Chance has uh, had a great spring. He's uh, you know, great player. He's going to make his way up though. And, you know, we're just, uh, selfishly enjoying having him here. I know, uh, my dog's a big fan of chances. We both, <laughs> my, I bring my dog to the ballpark and, um, chance has a rescue uh, pit bull like I do. So, uh, I, I think, uh, selfishly, my dog Archer is going to be sad next time, uh, chance, chance gets called, gets, up, to gets called up. Hey, do you have any insights into how soon Austin Hayes might play for you guys? Or is that beyond your pay grade? Honestly, I haven't heard one word. Um, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, hasn't been on the radar. I mean, you know, so. obviously love to have him here in Norfolk, but I haven't heard any clubhouse rumor or even chatter in the hallways. It's uh, yeah, been pretty quiet along that front. All right, Joe, before we let you go, I did say I wanted to plug some games, and I'm, I'm earmarking like sort of mid-June when kids get out of school around here if parents are looking for a neat maybe weekend or in the middle of the week. You've got a three-game series on Tuesday through Thursday against Scranton in June, two night games and a Thursday afternoon game at 12.05. Then you got a weekend against Toledo, two 7.05 games, and a Sunday 105 game. Um, what's the city in Norfolk like? How welcoming is it? How easy is it to get around? You know, it's um... – Norfolk's come a long way in you know the time I've lived here. You know, I think if people haven't been to Norfolk in a while, they frankly might not recognize it. Um, you know, it's easy to walk around. Uh, Waterside, you know, kind of like the Inner Harbor up there in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, Waterside's been completely redone. Um, you know, some nice places to eat and drink, and uh, it's right down the river from the ballpark, an easy walk. Granby Street in downtown Norfolk is full of uh, restaurants and. Um, you know, we have the USS Wisconsin and Nauticus for, right on the river as well for, uh, you know, naval history fans and things like that. Um, so it's a welcoming place. Town Point Park is right, again, down the river um, where we have festivals almost every weekend in the summer, whether it's a wine fest or music uh, or Cajun fest. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things to do here. And then for people that want to go to the beach, you know, Virginia Beach is a 20-minute drive. I live in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, it's come to the ballpark, you know, at night, during the day, hang out at the game or at the beach. And, um, yeah, a lot to do here in Virginia Beach and Norfolk. And, you know, I moved here from Northeastern Ohio, and I'm not uh, planning on leaving anytime soon. All right. Hotels, are there hotels walking distance to the ballpark? Definitely. The Sheridan Hotel is uh, an easy couple of blocks. The Marriott, there's a courtyard. Just opened a new Hilton called the Main, which is an amazing hotel uh, right. that opened I think two years ago. So yeah, Norfolk's got plenty of hotels downtown, plenty of things to do. It's safe, um, fun place to you know walk and enjoy your time down here. After the homestand ends tomorrow, right? Tides go on the road, but then they come home for a ten-game homestand first part of May, and there are seventeen home dates in, in the May? month of May. Okay, that's great. <laughs> 
Hey, Joe, yeah. we really appreciate yeah. your coming on today. Yeah, thanks for the invite, and, uh, you know, feel free to give me a call anytime. I'd love to, uh, love to get come you, back and uh, talk more Tide baseball. Love to get you back on maybe around June, uh, talk a little bit so when the kids get out of school, maybe some more parents get, and I'd love to get Ken uh, Ken Young on, the owner of the team, sometime if he's willing to do it. All right? For sure. Sounds great. Thank you for spending some time with us, and, and go right. Tides.